एंड गुड इवनिंग यू आर लिस्टिंग टू कैंडेड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन जी हाँ दोस्तों इलेवन सेवेंटी एम पर आपने ट्यून किया है ट्यूजडे का दिन है सात बजकर चार मिनट इसका मतलब यह है कि वी हैव स्टार्टेड अटेबलिस शो जिसका नाम है कैंडेड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन ये शो आता है ट्यूजडे को सात से साढ़े सात बजे तक और हम यहां बात करते हैं थिंग्स दैट पीपल जनरली डोंट टॉक ऑन द रेडियो वी डेयर टू शेयर एंड मेरे में इतने गफ नहीं है दिस शो इज ब्रॉट यू बाई जीनियस केव्स एंड वी हैव दिस वेरी स्पेशल रेनू Who's the uh, CEO and founder of Genius Kids? Jinke hai 37 centers across Bay Area, Tracy, and Sacramento. Or ye hai one man show. Hamare is show ki aur yahan par ye bahut hi achhe achhe inspiring guests ko leke aati hai. And we talk about really very very different topics. So today also we have Renu here in the studio, and she's got a very wonderful guest with us. So before we get to all of that, hello and welcome. How are you doing? Hello, Miss RJ Swati. Yes. How are you doing today? Very well. How are we not doing Facebook Live today? Today we're not doing Facebook Live because our guest is not in person here. She's going to be see. calling in, okay. and also because I'm a little tired. So and I thought you know. But most people want to see you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we'll give a break from Facebook Live for a change. All right. So how is the weather treating you? The weather's been really good. I know, yeah, right? It's, it's been awesome. Chilly. Yes, it's yeah. been awesome. Yeah. So. So, ये बताएं कि आपका जो ये जर्नी है, ये बच्चों वाला जो सीन है, I mean, you know, you've been working with kids for very long. But before that, what were you up to? I've been up to a lot of things. Uh huh. But uh, one of the things I did start when I went through my divorce many years ago here, it was, um, you know, I wanted to take. I used to take part in pageants when I was a young, uh, young lady and slim and fat. Uh-huh. Once upon a time, and I wanted to take part in a pageant here, and uh, I filled out the form to take part in the pageant. I'll never, you know, I don't want to take names of who the producer of the show was, but I hope he's listening. And it clearly did not state on the for- in the application that you had to be married, divorced, single, nothing. So I actually t- filled out the form, participated, made top three, and in the top three, as they brought us out to the stage of top three. My little uh, daughters were sitting in the front row, and the, one of them shouted out, "Mummy!" Right. And I was disqualified from the show. Oh and no! I was disqualified because they said that you know I should have told them that kids. Well, there was no question. If your question doesn't state uh, that you have to be single or unmarried or whatever, and it does not say question, then I should be able to participate, correct? Right. Anyway, and actually at that time, you know. Um, There was not many newspapers or anyone that wanted to make an issue out of it. I wanted to, so I decided to launch my own pageant. And hmm. I said, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate something like this because I don't think women should be judged based on marital status or the fact that they have kids. Right. So I actually started the uh, Mr. and Ms. San Francisco pageant back in 1991, and it turned out to become a very successful show for both men and women. And I never discriminated whether women were married or single or divorced. It didn't matter for Kid, me. No kids. Didn't matter. Because for me, you were coming on board, you were participating, we were judging you, and it was not just about beauty; it was about also your intelligence or how you present yourself. Because for me, it's not just about beauty. You know, right. you have to be a whole package. Sure. And we offered educational scholarships for this pageant. Wow. So I did it for many years. Okay. And for that reason, I'm a big supporter of pageants, and that's the reason why I picked the topic today. Because I find that a lot of people still have the impression uh, that pageants are for airheads, pageants are for girls that are very cocky or just think. That they're too pretty, pretty and they have nothing yeah. else in their, you know, between their two years. And I want to uh, 
maybe convince the listeners that you know what there are a lot of benefits to pageants I feel I benefited a lot and right. I think a lot of my winners who participated too okay yeah? so that's the topic of today Ki yeah. why pageants who should go to pageants right. and the benefits yes. of it so who do we have today with us so we have our guest is actually Soumya Mishra she's reigning Mrs. India 2019 queen of substance runner up she also recently won a title at the Mrs. India Washington uh, 2018 pageant and her journey started when she was selected as one of the top 10 contestants in a Citadel Miss Pune in 2018 she loves modeling she's modeled for famous uh, name designers like Vikram Fadnis Mandira Bedi Ashima Lina Pravesh Jay and many others and uh, she has a masters in computer science from the University of Texas mm-hmm. she works for Microsoft so Here we go we have and if you uh, you know we don't have her in person but if you go to her facebook and see her she's stunningly beautiful wow. very tall very elegant very smart very social so i thought she'd be a perfect guest to share her views of and and prove to the listeners that you know what pageants is for everyone absolutely so, so welcome Somia, yeah, welcome somia Hey thank you guys thank you Renu ji uh, it's a big honor to be here on the show with you and i would like to uh, say hello to all of our listeners as well and thank thanks to all of them to be here and um, you know to listen to our thoughts on on pageants in general absolutely and thank you for uh, agreeing to come on the show and share this so the first thing is um, what was the first pageant you ever participated in how old were you and what was the very first pageant <laughs> okay so um I'll, I'll give the uh, how old were you a part of it a little bit <laughs> but um uh, uh, my first pageant was um as you just mentioned in my introduction it was Citadel Miss Pune and I think it was almost a decade ago so yeah I I was a bit younger self uh, that time um uh, it, it, there's an interesting story behind that so um I am almost 6 feet tall and uh, being that way and growing up that way I always heard compliments from my friends saying that hey you're tall you should try modeling uh, well and coming from an upper middle class family in India uh, our mindsets are pretty much wired towards getting good education and becoming financially independent first and usually i would say you know modeling is looked down upon and associated with women wearing revealing clothes and walking on the ramp um but yes when when your friends say such kind of things to you somewhere while growing up you want to try it out yourself right uh, so there was this best friend of mine and she heard about these auditions for a local pageant on a radio station and she really wanted to drag me to that audition um now well um after convincing my mom for days she allowed me to do it just this one time and uh, seriously i don't know what she really thought about when she said just this one time because she was very shocked when i was selected and um you know they called in to say that yes your training starts shortly um so uh, when she couldn't convince me to not participate uh, the the bigger thing that time the bigger problem that time was to reveal it to my dad and convince him to be on board uh well when we actually gathered courage to uh, that night at the dinner table to talk to him about this uh he just laughed and said you know what i knew about all of this you think you know any, anything can happen in this house without me knowing about it <laughs> and uh, that seriously uh, you know revealed a lot of stress and pressure from me and my mom and um, he gave me some good advices that time you know being a father um, he gave me an advice to understand that if there are any legal or financial obligations to this pageant you know if uh, to properly check the contract before i'm signing it 
to understand what would be um, uh, what am I expected to do after winning the pageant or if I don't win the pageant. So uh, that's an important life lesson which I think um, lies here. You know, just understanding what you're getting into. Right. Um, well, so I did not land up winning that pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the top ten, but I did not win it. But yes, it was my first taste to stardom. It was my first walking on the ramp, building confidence for public appearances. Um, I, I can see meeting a lot of celebrity guests and judges from the film industry, professional makers, designer clothes, you know, what not. And um, being a young girl in college, I, I think at that time, that's all I thought pageants meant, you know, just stardom. Yes. So at that time, it was really just looking pretty, getting on the ramp and, uh, of course, being yep. seen by everyone and and, uh, and rubbing shoulders with the Bollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a lot more behind pageants. So for me, um, you know, when you talk about the confidence that you, you know, the courage first to bring it up to mom and dad, it takes courage. And then, of course, to get on that ramp, you know, a lot of people want to be on that ramp, but it doesn't mean that you can actually be confident when you walk on that ramp. So what do you think is, at least from your first pageant, the one one thing that you benefited, which you felt you did not have before, that you brought back home? One quality that um, you brought back after the show. I okay. This is the first thing which pops to my mind is seriously the confidence. So wh- when you're starting in a college, you just okay. Looking pretty is one aspect of it, and having a good character, having someone who can be able to talk and present themselves in public, know how to groom yourself with the b- basics of it. Right. Uh, that's something which I think is very important while you're growing up. Uh, you're molding years as an individual, as a girl, as a woman, and uh, if that kind of uh, uh, that kind of an education is given to you by professionals, uh, it really uh, gives you a good base uh, for your upcoming years. And do you feel that when you got trained for your ramp walk in terms of posture, confidence, how you present yourself, holding your head, your shoulders, do you feel that's benefited you now in your career? Oh, of course. Like, I work for Microsoft. I've been in the IT industry for the last 10 years. Um, and uh, definitely uh, standing in front of the public and being able to formulate sentences. Okay, things as small as this, right? Holding the mic at the right length and how do you um, convey your thoughts to other people to make them understand what you're trying to uh, market to them or what you're trying to make them convinced towards. Um, definitely, all of these things do add to, I mean, the training which was given do, does add to these basic skills in life which you can use in many other aspects, not just in your corporate jobs, you know, dealing with personal relationships and making friends, networking with people, uh, getting to know different people, uh, understanding what are their good qualities and what, what you can use to build your own character and, you know, take those positive qualities to build yourself up as an individual. So what are the, you know, most winners or even participants, and I know you recently won um, the uh, is it the Queen of Substance runner-up? Where was that? Which where, was that here? Or was that in India? Uh, yeah. So um, I recently won the Mrs. India 2019 Queen of Substance as a runner-up, and uh, that pageant was in India in um, April, uh, later days of April this year. Uh, it was uh, held in Delhi, um, and um, 
the page, pageant as such is related to a lot of good social causes. Um, so HCWA is an association which uh, they support. Uh, it is an uh, association or a non-profit which is, uh, which is working towards handicapped children and women's aid. Um, I myself had the privilege to, um, you know, have my own personal campaign, which was called the Empowerment Through Education, um, and help them raise funds while I was participating in the pageant. Um, we also had an opportunity through, uh, you know, Queen of Substance pageant to volunteer for Sneha Kunj. So Sneha Kunj is again a non-profit in Dwarka, India. Um, uh, it is a home for individuals, mostly children, I would say, uh, with a cerebral palsy. And uh, we had an opportunity to meet them, to exchange stories. So you, you rub a lot of lives, you know, in, in the entire journey. You, you rub a lot of people. You understand their life stories. And um, it's just mesmerizing. To, so to now that you the level. now that you won that, what have, what cause have you embraced to promote? Are you promoting anything? What is the social cause you've embraced? Um, so um, here in the US, uh, I mean these are the two causes I worked for back in India. But here in the US, um, the cause which is very close to my heart is um, education of women and girls. Um, and with my own humble attempt towards it, uh, I closely volunteer with Ignite, uh, which is a non-profit organization towards promoting computer science education in, in specific for young girls. Um, I, I actually uh, volunteer with them as a teacher. Uh, I teach computer science to young girls, answer all their questions when they're scared about, like, okay, why should we join this industry or why should not we join this industry? Or forget about joining, just learning computer science skills. Why is that important? Uh, I also volunteer with them on various all of their other uh, initiatives which they have all around the USA. Um, and uh, I'm also a general manager at Intermuse Productions, uh, which is, again, a nonprofit for promoting global cultural diversity through performing arts. So that's an organization which has given me a leeway um, uh, to, uh, to be associated with performing arts, which has always been very close to my heart. So, yeah, these are the two initiatives which I have uh, been working on. And, yes, many more to come. So, Somi, is there anything that you cannot do or don't do? <laughs> Just kidding. So, I, I want to remind my listeners, you're listening to Soumya Mishra, who's a beauty pageant winner and has accomplished so much. So, I mean, uh, to go back to our uh, conversations, I was just making a joke because there is so much that you've done. But I had a question. So, you know, you've done this for a while now. Is there an advice that you would give out to all our listeners who are, you know, young girls aspiring to be, you know, to, to join these pageants and are having a tough time convincing their parents? What is that one advice you would give the children and their parents? Um, okay, so I, I think let's start with the children first. Sure. So anyone, and anyone, seriously, and beauty pageants are not, not just for women or young girls. That's right. Beauty pageants are for men as well. And beauty pageants are for, as Renuji had earlier said, married women, women with kids, divorced women. So, uh, you know, whatever is your marital status, that really does not count whether you're eligible for a beauty pageant or not, right? Because pageants give you a platform which is way different or way away from, uh, you know, your background where you come from. Right. Uh, coming back to the advice, so I, I think uh, I'll have three advices for, for, for people who are aspiring or young girls in specific they're aspiring. Uh, first is, uh, you know, decide uh, which uh, which organization you want to be associated with. So choose the right organization for yourself because it is important that your moral standards 
align with that of that organization which is a very very important point mm-hmm. um uh, secondly i would like to say you know get a mentor uh you don't have to figure it out all or you're on your own uh just having a chat with someone goes a long way in you know getting insights and pushing yourself forward so there are many people out in the world whose job is just to help people like you to get into the pageants and to help you sail through it right so just reach out ask for help and um i think third one uh, yeah it's a little bit of cliche but please enjoy the journey um it may seem tiring at times um you may have questions about your decisions but eventually when you look back i promise you you will have good memories through it so just keep in mind enjoy the journey that's very important um for parents i think just have faith in the institution is not that bad um uh, teach your kids not to um you know get away from their passions but teach them how to smartly go into your passions and fulfill them and be aware in the world like today being aware being street smart being uh, you know uh, covering your grounds is more important than curbing your passions So I think that that's my little bit of advice for the parents. Very very well said. Very well said. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, so may tell us a little bit about uh, what are the you know challenges or the you know qualities that you had to really um, uh, the, what I'm trying to ask is how do you overcome your you know inherent weaknesses and then turn them into strengths and if you had to do that in your journey towards you know stardom if I can use that word. Um so you're asking like how did i use my weaknesses yeah how did you as in i think people go through a transformation yeah. the moment they sign up for something like right. that right and it's beyond pretty yeah. just mm-hmm. looking uh, yeah. good so did you have any shortcomings that you had to really overcome to you know go out there and be who you are today actually yes i did and uh, apparently everyone does whoever i mean we, we we actually look at people and we feel like oh this person is so perfect and you know they are just they wouldn't have any shortcomings but mm-hmm. everyone has one and i had one too um mostly for me um internally i have evolved as a stronger version of myself um uh, you know pageants have taught me or given me an opportunity to handle stress pressure and disappointment mm-hmm. uh, now who gives you such kind of trainings right what right. what circumstances in life gives you that so uh, handling all of these three things i think uh, is a very very important aspect of uh, becoming a better version of yourself um it gives it gives me kind of a self realization uh, that um, you know how much ever like with a full time job right now if i am actually finding time to do all of these pageants and uh, tasks associated with them uh, it basically you know gives you this kind of a sense that you have the potential to achieve all of these things all together um and lastly i think it has you know given me a character to get inspired and learn from so many different people wonderful people i have met in the journey um and take all the positives from them and build my own personality well we connected even though it wasn't a pageant we connected through a, a fashion show that you came down and, yeah. and of course a, an empowerment of women awards so i can't thank you enough somia you've given such just amazing answers and i think you've really proven um i don't even know what to say even if i was against pageants today i would be changing my mm-hmm. mind after listening to you so when i when a lot of people think that pageants are for airheads what would be your closing response to our listeners when they tell you pageants are only for airheads and for people that don't have that have empty space between their ears what would you say to that um mm, well i think for people who think pageants are just for airheads i would say give it a try in quotation marks because <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, seriously, it is wrong to form opinions about something which you have yourself not given a try to. And okay, at least even if you don't like it, you will learn a little bit more about yourself, and you will reconnect better with your own self. So please go and give it a try. Well, thank you so much for being on our show, and congratulations on winning your title, titles, and your participation. You so and I look forward to seeing you on the ramp again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Soumya, for being with us. Good luck with your journey onwards. And that was a great conversation. I have a question for you. Because then you have done so many pageants and stuff. And now we can, uh, you know, now that I have time, I can ask you. What were the, uh, were there any, you know, the cliche questions like, you know, the way Indian society looks at you. Did you ever have to deal with that? Yeah, I had to. And a lot of the young girls who wanted to participate in the mm. show would have to bring their parents to me. Huh. So I think Samia brought up a very good point is you should know which pageant you're taking part in. Right. Because, I mean, I hate to say it, but there are many shows that are fixed and rigged and uh, what happens is then you really don't get true judgment when you're on stage so if you're going to be spending money because naturally you spend time and money on this yeah. then you want to make sure you're going to take part in something where you're going to be judged fairly okay. it's not about winning but you want to make sure that when you're investing all this time and money to buy your outfits and training and mm -hmm. whatever that at the end of the day that the right winner or the person most deserving should win right. and that is one thing I have to say I'm not sure how many pageants do that even today but I introduce what's called open scoring so okay. my pageants were known for open scoring you could actually see the scores on the screen nice. as the judges inputted them sure. and the only thing we would not release would be the final top five scores okay. and then that would be available immediately for my participants as soon as they walked off the stage we would have printouts for them so yeah. there was just no question about why didn't I win and I would yeah. tell my participants don't take part uh -huh. if you're not going to be able to handle that score because out of 20 participants somebody will be one and somebody will be number 20 yeah. And if you're number 20, you're not, you don't have to be devastated that you're not pretty or ugly or right. all that other nonsense. Sure. But it's just basically, it's like a competition, right? Yeah. You didn't but, place. But you're making it sound like it's a sports competition or any other competition. But you know how our brains are you know, conditioned that, you know, there is this taboo around it. Yeah, it is. is. And you know, I think there's a taboo because they, the whole concept of just being a being put on as an exhibition. Correct. Yeah. Right. And uh, and for me, even when women are out on bathing suits, what's wrong with that? You go to the beach and they're on bathing suits, right? Yeah. So I don't see judgment. We see men uh, taking part in shows and right. they take, I mean, when Salman Khan takes his shirt off, nobody objects. So why do they object when Sunny Leon wants to do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have said it. Now we're going to get a call from Seba. Seba, if you're listening, we're sorry yeah. already. <laughs> but I'm just saying that they, you should have equal opportunity sure. for both, right? Yeah. But um, I think at the end of the day for, for me as an organizer and as somebody that took part in pageants it was a phenomenal platform first for uh, to get on the ramp secondly the grooming that you get out of it no right. question about sure. it you learn to dress you learn to walk which you take for the rest of your life look at you, you you're an yeah. example look at you yeah. and, and, and that's important to stay groomed right? right all the time and be conscious of how you look and mm -hmm. I think that's very critical Absolutely. and then the question and answer segment where you present yourself mm -hmm. that's yeah. Amazing. Because you're put on the spot. Sure. And I think, as Swamiya said, how many opportunities do you get like that other than job interviews, right? Right. Uh, and that too is one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Here you've got 
hundreds of people watching you as you come out and from the ramp. And judging you in so many different yeah, ways. Judging and judging you in so many different ways. Yeah. yeah. It, it's amazing. I think it's a phenomenal thing. And if you can get into the right show, you make sure that you're with the right people. Look at the organizers. What is their motive behind the show? Um, and uh, it's not just about beauty. It's really about presentation of yourself as a whole being. And, I mean, I'm a big fan of Shushmita Sen. Mm -hmm. She's phenomenal, you know. And uh, probably not as much as Ashwarya Rai as I am of Shushmita Sen. Okay. And, you know, even Miss, the Miss Indias that have come out, some of them have been phenomenal, some have not. But I think at the end of the day, this platform is, is great. It's great. All it's right. Great. Very yeah. well, very yeah. well said. So, our topic was about beauty pageants and what it takes and what it yeah. really gives people. But tell me, what's the next week? The next week, people are waiting for that show. <laughs> not just people, me too. <laughs> it's go you know, it's so funny. I posted on uh, Facebook. Uh, if anyone had comments, uh, wanted to come on air and talk about the experience with their mother-in-law, right? Yeah. And I had, I counted, I had 129 responses. Wow. Of which... 90% of them were in box and the the few that were on the uh, Facebook everybody loved Which it mother-in-law is also on Facebook now huh mother-in-law is also on yeah, Facebook so how do but, but <laughs> you know what the strange thing is only three people wrote that they had a positive have a positive relationship to talk about so for all those who said to me why can't you have a show about positive relationships well I'll do that later when I bring the three on that spoke but <laughs> I have, what about the 129 that said <laughs> they have horrific stories to tell but July 4th to khadam <laughs> and let me tell you, I have to bring up this topic. How many people have had three mother-in-laws? Uh, Rainy Dillon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, claim I will definitely take uh, claim to be the expert on all this right, topic. Right. Do we have a guest that day? Do we, we have do, a but uh, she wants to remain anonymous. We do have yes, a guest. She's going to come into the studio, right. but there's going to be no Facebook Live. She wants to remain anonymous for obvious reasons. Sure, but, ahead. you know, she's very well known in the Bay Area, and she said she's got some horrific things to tell us, oh. and I'm really excited. You know what we're doing? This is like TRP. <laughs> this is all going to happen. Yeah. Jing, jing, jing. But, you know, again, I'm not condemning mother. I'm a mother-in-law, so, you know, nobody's perfect. But I think I'm talking more about the mother-in-law, daughter-in-law relationship. Uh -huh. And we all know, even all the TV series, come on. There is a nuance there, you know, mother-in-law yeah. for a man versus... Yeah, yeah, totally, but still, totally. It's the mom and daughter-in-law relationship, you know, whether mother-in-laws are ever going to learn to treat their daughter-in-laws like a daughter. Yeah. So that's a big question. Okay, there are so many questions in my mind, but I'll hold on to my horses. <laughs> Next week is when we will do There'll it. There'll be a TV serial made after a radio show. Jing, jing, jing. <laughs> we must have a Facebook Live and we should have a nice production person here. We will have Facebook Live, but we won't show our guests. We want to spare her. Yeah, yeah. Make her yeah. wear burqa or something. Oh, make her wear burqa? Yeah. That's a good idea. I should do that. But All no, right. I'm really excited. Amazing to be here with you, like always. And do you have any closing remarks? Yes, I do. I want a special shout out to Prashant for happy birthday my little younger brother in sitting in Haywood celebrating without me and also a celebration Genius Kids is getting ready to open their uh, 38th campus in San Ramon 2021 San Ramon Valley Boulevard our very first daycare we have after schools in San Ramon but this is a first daycare infant toddler preschool pre-k special shout out to Anita and Ranjani for opening their campus so we're very excited amazing more power to you Reno amazing job congratulations and we will see you next week you are listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. We will be back next week. Sunday, Radio Sunday, 11.70 a.m. GHR.